At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. special episode of the craze cast recorded live for kpsn uh my name is roxy and i'm here uh on video with my co-host jay and amber hi Hi, everybody now you get to see the faces behind the craze cast hello everybody and thank you to everybody who's in here as well yes I'm always fidgeting and stuff when we're recording, and now that I'm on video, I can't do that. <laughs> do it anyway. It's going to be legit and live. It's fine. I, I'm on my phone, so I'm just like, but I'm paying attention. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, before we start, uh, just be sure you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Craze Magazine and YouTube The Craze. Um, so today, uh, we're going to discuss uh, Korean fashion. Uh, Jay a couple of while back actually um wrote an article about uh fan made uh stuff for concerts so we were going to talk about that but also like just korean fashion in general yeah jay do you want to start us off i just realized i had my mute, m- m- uh, mic on mute um sure oh god i like i don't remember this article exactly but for those who are in video i actually did a diy which i'm pulling from my bed um, where a lot of people like to make their own, like, you know, like stuff for the concert. And I wore this during the fly tour for GOT7. I created this, which is, took a long time to do, but I just basically ironed it on and showed the bias, Martin. He noticed me in the shirt, just saying, um, I did that one and then, um, when BTS finally came to KCON, I also, um, I also created another version, but in black. And this one is much more of a crop top. And of course, J-Hope. But um, definitely, when you go to concerts, especially here in America, um, we tend to see a lot more people basically making a fashion show of what it is to, you know, dress up in... Um, at concerts, because I think we all can agree that, you know, this is the one time where we show out or show up and show out. And we definitely always dress to the nines. Obviously, most, some of us, most of us, I hope are comfortable when, you know, we dress up for these concerts. Um, Speaking of fan-made things, I'm going to just plug these really cute earrings that are J-Hope inspired. Um, I, oh God, the, the shop, uh, uh, I'm blanking out on it. And then I have uh, as a necklace, as well as this OT7 and the moon, and as well as these friendship bracelets that I have for things. Because because when we when it comes to K-pop merch nowadays, I feel like um, we're seeing a lot of these shops 
like come out to create stuff like this. I don't know if you guys own anything. Also back there, there's an August D shirt back there for those who are watching the video. So there's that. And I think we also, you know, we buy a lot of merch as well when it comes to these tour shirts and the bajillion other things that are there. What about you guys? Um, I, I have a soft spot for fan site goods. Um, cause fan sites do play an important role in the K-pop ecosystem. Um, they are the middleman for fans cause they create more, I would say more affordable fan goods compared to what the companies tend to sell to us. And they, they listen to the type of things we want. You only see two banners here, but across the room, I have the other 10. Um, I have a couple necklaces and I've recently put out an order for a hoodie for ATs that has like all of these military regalia, like very hala hala-esque um, outfit in it. Um, and I think that fan goods is a, one of the ways that we're able to um, express ourselves. But sometimes when you buy K-pop fan, like merchandise, fan-made goods or made by the company, Sometimes it's just god awful, and I'm like, I'm 24 years old. It's a little, I'm a little old to be wearing my bias's face every day. Jay, uh, there's a question in chat. Where did you get the your pendant from? This one. Yeah. So the necklace, these two necklaces, and the bracelet, they're from a company. Um, if you also want to follow me on social media, I'll also DM you there as well. Um, they're called a shop called privateparadise.co. I believe that's also the same as their Instagram handle and on, I don't know if they have a Twitter, but that's their Instagram handle. And they, they do this. They recently came out with a lot of, uh, member specific stuff, but as soon as I saw the uh one, I had to get it. So that's why I had it. Cause team, team uh over here is, that's my jam. But anyways continue on. Yeah, so we do want to talk about like Korean street fashion in general and stuff because fashion is such like a big part of the whole like K-pop culture and stuff. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I, if you, you can tell based on the way I look that I pretty much just wear black because um, <laughs> I have the hair, the eyeliner, and I'm tattooed. So uh, I'm not the best to speak on fashion. <laughs> um. I do, like, I feel like what we see from a Western fan perspective when it comes to seeing, like, fashion, a lot of what we see um, is influenced by, like, K-pop idols themselves um, compared to what I see on the street here in Korea. Um, like, pieces like wearing, wearing um, harnesses or more daring hairstyles or clashing patterns. I feel like every K-pop fan has worn those stupid striped pants. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like the very baggy cargo, like red and white pants. They were in the Cherry Bomb music video. I feel like every K-pop fan has worn those at least once in their life. Um, and if you haven't, I'm proud of you because there's pictures of me running around wearing those. Um, and I think though, it's really dynamic and changing. Like we see the fashion and we try to imitate it. You know what I mean? I totally get what you mean because um, definitely like when we see these idols, especially in music videos, you're like, where did they get that? And so now it, you see it 
it happening where you see these trends and it it doesn't necessarily follow you know what is the editorial fashion week style like you'll see bits and pieces there and you see idols you know wearing or going to these open shops but it's like that's not really what they wear and then sometimes when you go into korea like the way how they dress is like they don't dress like how we see in the music videos at all they're a lot more I don't want to say conservative, but they're a lot more covered up. If you, they layer a lot. They layer a lot. Definitely. Um, one thing you'll find in Korea, um, especially among women, you can wear shorts all the way up your ass, but heaven forbid you wear your show your shoulders, your collarbone, or your boobs. Like you will be scandalous. Um, oh, me and Roxy would definitely be in trouble right me now. Me too. Oh, true. <laughs> Um, what you see, like, we see these girls in, like, these scandalous short skirts and things, um, which is common. Um, like, day-to-day fashion in Korea, um, you get the boys who look like they're always in the office, um, and the girls are, they range from, like, street fashion to very girly, and I don't want to say, like, it looks like something your grandma might have wore when they were little. Jay's face just <laughs> I can't listen you, you guys don't get to see these reactions on my face you know when we normally record so like this is like a one in a lot like one in once in a lifetime thing that you guys get to see the reactions because these are the faces I make when we're recording let me tell you um when I go to work um I don't dress like this I'm normally in like high collared high collared top usually has ruffles sometimes I have a bow in my hair and I'm wearing like long touch the floor type skirts a lot of the times because like I'm I'm an elementary school teacher I move around a lot but like that's the fashion you see a lot of the girls look like like a mix between little house in the prairie and they just got ripped out of a barbie doll house I can't even picture that <laughs> it's like it's completely fine to wear big-ass bows in your hair in your 20s here. And girls are often, like, dressed to the nines on dates. I feel like it's very, like, you know, the girl-next-door cute type of concept that we see, like, um, girls wear. Whereas when you take it into, like, if you're looking at idols specifically, because when you look at their stuff, it's like, that's not something you would really regularly see. That's more something meant for the club, or it's very daring and... Um, but you, here, if you come here to the States, like what I'm wearing or what Roxy's wearing, or even just the fashion that you see in K-pop videos, that's almost normal here. Now, if you're not dressing like that, you kind of look like a bum. Sorry, but not sorry. Dude, like when, when you come to Korea, you can't dress like we do at home. Like you can't be rolling out in your PJs. You can't be rolling out in athleisure. Um, you gotta be like, beat your face, do your hair. If you're going to wear comfy clothes, at least style it. Like, if you're going to wear comfy, it better be Adidas or Nike. Like, if you're going to wear, like, a tracksuit or joggers, like, you better look put together. I hate Um, everything about that because I dress terribly. Like, when you have to go to the store and that's all you have to do, like, I I wear pajama pants. I don't care. I just, like... What I really like, though, about, and it's really interesting that I bring this up, is, like, um, how masks have been, like, an everyday part of 
fashion here. Um, like it's so strange to a Western world to like, oh, we have to wear masks every day. And I'm just like, if I don't want to put a face on, I just put a mask on. And like they're in different patterns and different shapes and um and definitely what um Sai said, it's definitely about filling fashion trends um as much as possible. Like if you see it at Fashion Week, you're gonna see it on the streets. Um last year at Fashion last Fashion Week, um it was a lot of neons and what did we see? Lots of neons in K-pop, lots of neons on the street. Um I do have a question though. What is the one pet peeve you have about Korean fashion, whether it is in public or on idols? Like favorite, like article, are we talking article of clothing? Like your pet peeve about it. Uh, I, that's really hard for me because I'm not sure. <laughs> um, when it looks like they're, mine is when they take the layering to the extreme and it looks like they're wearing everything in the closet. Kind of like what uh, NCT 127 wore in Cherry Bomb. They literally are wearing everything from SM's closet. Oh, that reminds me of, like, I don't remember which uh, SF9 era it was, but it was, like, Insong had on, like, a sweater, except half of it was a t-shirt. Oh, God, I Weird hate. stuff like that. Or it's just, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of oversized. Um, I love oversized, but sometimes when they wear oversized and it looks too huge and it's swallowing them, that it's just, like, okay, like, so, like, I'm probably going to be one of those people who does not like the chunky shoe trend at all. Oh, I hate I, it. I hate it. Like, I hate oh the my. ugly shoes. I'm like, why is this a thing? Like, no. <laughs> um, I know uh, me, someone in the chat is talking about, like, the very short pants. And it took me a while to get used to it. Like, your, your, your pants are cut off at your ankles most of the time, whether it's wide or like clothes, and I really hate that, but I'm short, so often the clothes, they fit like normal pants, but if you're like any taller than like 5'3 or 5'4, you're really screwed if you try to buy jeans here. Really? Yeah, because it's fashion to have your ankles showing, apparently. Interesting. I feel uh, like, what, what era was that? Like, what, in the early hundreds where you know, oh, scandalous, showing your ankle, you know, the lady showing the ankle under their skirt. Oh my God, it's so scandalous. I feel like it's like that where like, oh my God, how attractive. And I, I think that also like the slenderness, like I hear a lot, oh, I hate going into this topic, but we might as well. Unobtainable beauty standards in Korea. Mm -hmm. um, things like I'm clearly a little rounder around the edges. Um, and big things here, like, oh, do you, like, oh, you would be prettier if you worked out a little more. Oh, aren't you, like, don't your big thighs or big calves bother you? Like, um, why does it matter? Like, I see the, my Korean friends, these size, like, double zero girls dieting because they're not skinny enough to fit into clothes. And, like, I want to be a cute, wear cute Korean girl fashion but all of it's going to look slutty on me because I'm not shaped like a ruler. I have, I'm shaped like a Coke bottle. She said ruler. Oh my goodness. I'm not kidding. Everything's made for straight size here. I'm like, I'm sorry. I got boobs in a butt. That's true. And like when I was there in Korea too, it's just like, man, I really want to wear your stuff. Like 
or A-Land. A-Land is like one of my favorite stores in Korea. Really cute clothes. But at the same time, I'm like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm big, but I'm not skinny either. And I feel like nothing will fit up here if you get what I mean. Like, yeah, I, from nothing. If you got big shoulders and big tits, you're screwed in this country. <laughs> true and i'm just like i wasn't even gonna bother with pants either because i'm like nope unless it's like you know you go to uniqlo and it's free size you know stuff like that it's like ugh. so i mentioned that's why they can wear shorts all the way up <laughs> because they don't have they don't have anything down there <laughs> and it makes listen, me laugh too like listen um i'm gonna need some of these ladies to have just a little bit more cake on them if they're gonna wear those shorts okay just a yeah. little bit more cake if you're gonna be trying to throw ass i need you to grow an ass <laughs> <laughs> because like some of them like i'd be looking out because like i'm a queer person um and i'd be like i'd be seeing these girls and like they're cute and all that right and they're like like, wearing these cute outfits, and I'd be like, you're cute, but, like, I'm gonna break you in half, and, like, you're trying to throw your ass in a circle, and there's nothing there. Honey, you're gonna throw your back out. Jane's losing it. <laughs> Listen, okay, it's, uh, they're, like, hey, like, yeah, just, don't try. But, okay, go ahead. Go, like, just to veer off the topic a little bit, like, what are some like Korean fashion trends that you wish that you could try? Um, there's one with, um, what is it? It's, oh, I don't know how to describe it in English. Hang on. Um, oh, it's like these, like I've tried it. It just doesn't look right on me. It's the like cami with really oversized top like very flowy oversized top and then um like super short shorts with the um with the socks to go up over your knees and I'm like I got too many curves for all that to work but I want to but I'd look like a whore and I mean we love that but I can't wear it to, in public Roxy I I don't <laughs> I don't well, I got nothing I, I don't want to say it's necessarily a trend, but for me, the season I really like in Korean fashion is um, winter fall because I want their coats so badly. Every time I watch these Korean dramas and I see the coats that they you have. You want the kimbap coat. Like, I'm like, I want, like, dude, like, I mean, I understand it's very expensive, but you go, I mean, here, even in the States, it's like, you want a really nice pea coat or a coat like that, you're, you're dropping about 200 to $300 on a very nice coat. But like every single time I see them in these K-dramas that are filmed towards the winter time, fall, I'm like, I just want a long coat. Like y'all look so cute in your outfits like this. Um, during the winter, when it gets cold, those, you see those long black coats, um, everyone looks just like walking kimbops. Like, in the subway, in the street, they, like, zip those up. And it's just, like, you – it's a bunch of kimbap in the street. I Well, I'm not to – not really the puffy coats, but, you like, the really nice ones, you know? Oh. Not the puffy coats. It's the really, like, tailored – Oh, the pea coats? Yeah, the pea coats. That's what I'm talking – that's, like, my favorite trend. Whenever I watch K-dramas, I – and they're, like – 
in the fall winter era or like season I'm like I want this I want that I want this coat because they're like especially when they dress the ladies I'm like yours like you're just wearing a really nice blouse jeans like maybe a kid in heel or flat and um the coat and I'm like I want this but I live in an area where it's not that cold <laughs> does it ever get cold in California I mean it does really the, the more north you go I mean like it, where you live does it ever get cold um if I want to go more east yes hmm I know, like, in the north, yeah, it would be, but... Yeah, like, if you go further east into the mountains, where it actually does snow, yes, it gets pretty cold. Okay. I, I just, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have this problem, but I find myself having this all the time. I find myself drawn to Korean men's fashion more than I feel drawn to Korean women's fashion. Oh, I agree. I agree. I feel like, I mean, while I do, I guess for me, if I'm going to pick a style in terms of what I see in K-pop music videos I really like the girl crush concept but it's always menswear that I see that I'm like I really 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 like your style like for example AT's answer all of their outfits they look so good and I'm like I want this outfit for myself right um and there's a there's actually my comb sorry about that I was gonna say what Um, are you holding I was combing out the ends of my hair. Shit's long, okay? Um, on Twitter, they actually have accounts for these groups that are fashion accounts where they will go find what they're wearing in a music video, in an appearance, so you can buy it. I recently bought some uh, t-shirt that uh, Bang Chan wore in Two Kids Room because it says, like, love you on the sleeve, and I really, really wanted it. Um, but you can mimic those outfits. and uh, But the biggest problem... The biggest problem with those is, like, all of the, the K-pop groups use, like, designer and ridiculously expensive things that, like, no one can afford. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Like, the shirt that I bought was $50. That's a lot of money for a shirt. still a lot of money for a shirt, though. Like, if you think about it also, um, certain, like, you can find certain idols. Like, I, I forgot who it was. I think it was either Sohyun from Girls' Generation or it was Suzy. I don't remember who. She went to a red carpet event wearing an H&M dress. And I'm like, that's from H&M? Like, I mean, H&M is, can get a little bit pricey too. But yeah, I'm like, H&M? They're doing this? This is super cute. Yeah, H&M in Korea is on like a whole other ball game. Um, it's also one of the only places you'll find Western-sized clothes. Um, uh, what was I saying? Doesn't Jungkook live in, like, H&M stuff all the time when he's not wearing fashionable stuff? I don't know. All I, all we know is that Tay is always dripped in Gucci, so. Yeah, that's, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. So, go ahead. Go ahead, Roxy. No, you go. I don't want to go. You go. (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of shit that we get to cut out when we record. (laughs) Yeah. Arguing over who's going to talk next. Oh, in chat, they said, but they have their stylists do uh, alterations on demand, too. That's also true. Fun fact, uh, going to see a tailor in Korea is really cheap. I have had skirts adjusted, tops adjusted. I've had jeans repaired. And I've never paid more than, like, 8,000 won to, like, 750 American per item. That's not bad. I was going to... I was going to open up uh, the topic of discussion of uh, 
favorite uh, stage outfits? Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, so, oh, man, it's hard to pick, but I, like, this is going to be a group that's technically, like, you wouldn't expect me to talk about them, but Vix during Shangri-La era. They Absolutely. were so oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they mix the traditional hanbok or, um, you know, the traditional wear with more modern looks. I'm like, I want that. Like, give me that. Oh, dude. Modern hanbok style is definitely becoming popular. Like, I even have a modern hanbok top in my closet. Like, going off of modern hanbok, recently we saw... Um, BTS. Black well, BTS, and then also in Blackpink's how, um, how You Like That music video, towards the end, in that last couple of seconds, you see them wearing modern hanbok. And I'm like, those outfits are so cute. Like, I want those. And, um, like, Korea really encourages foreigners to wear it because there's tons of modern hanbok styles out now that they're trying to make it part of everyday fashion again. Like, they don't want hanbok disappearing. Um, but it's really weird for me as a Western fan because I feel like if I were to wear that anywhere outside of Korea, everyone would be like, cultural appropriation. But like, I, they let me wear it. I've worn real hanbok. They told me I looked, they wanted, like, they recommended I purchase certain styles. I don't see the problem. So, um, V in chat said that, uh, you pronounce it bandit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bandit's jungle style was top notch. <laughs> Sorry. What? What? <laughs> Haven't seen it. Oops. <laughs> um. <laughs> Seventeen said. <laughs> Seventeen has lost all their sleeves. Well, you know what? If they had, like, if I had nice arms like that too, I would flex them too. Can we talk about how Jongin and Bangchan have also lost their sleeves? What is that? Okay, first of all, Jongin is a child, so they did put sleeves he is back an on adult. him. I don't want to talk now. about this. He's too young. He is so 20 years old. No, too small. <laughs> Forever baby in the eyes of a fan. He's still, his eyes still twinkle when he looks at fans, though, so I'm okay with him growing up. I, I'm not okay with him dressing up that way. I mean... He's tiny boy. But also, Busan boy's getting a lot of trouble, and he is a Busan boy, so... Uh, oh, God, don't bring that up. That makes me think about, about that time <laughs> Jungkook said, said the thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, going back onto topic, favorite era stage outfits. I said mine. Um, mine would be, I have two. My favorite boy group lately, it was actually um, Astro. Their styling for Knock Knock was one of my favorites. Um, and the fact that they've actually let uh, Jinjin's tattoo breathe. Um, Beautiful. Love to see it. We love that, man. Ugh. So short, so beautiful. Um, and who else? My favorite girl concept is actually Mamamoo's outfits from Hip. Didn't, didn't Solar have, like, that weird two different hair color thing? That was from, uh, she was wearing a wig, I think, in that, but then she did two different colors from Mama. Ah, uh, okay. Where she looked like, uh, Shigo. Mm-hmm. Roxy, what about you? So, I'm just gonna go, like, 
I go back here. Um, but it'd be pretty obvious from my tattoo if you can't see what it is. Uh, <laughs> um, run, I think, was my favorite. Uh, my favorite Ooh. fashion. Uh, mm -hmm. BTS is run. Uh, I am Yugi biased, so I was like obsessed with his mid-colored hair. Uh, and I still am. It's been like five years and it's still my favorite thing. We love, we love Mitingi. So, since we're on the topic of stage outfits, um, harnesses. Uh, I, I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, harnesses, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm the biggest I, advocate for, or, I mean, I guess you would consider it a harness. Um, Dior J-Hope, hello. I am the biggest, like, snob out there that is just like, <laughs> heck yeah! Anytime he comes on the, um, on the timeline, I'm like, retweet, like, everything. Now. Oh, did you see that him. in person, though? Did I? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> I was like, yes, I did. I was like, did I? Wait, yes, I did. I went to the concert. <laughs> My favorite... Like, so harness, my favorite harnesses that I've seen in person was actually Monster X um, during Mom Baby Con, not this last year, but the year before. Um, and it's, it was the last Mom Baby Con before, before the incident. Um, and I think it's interesting, though, that, like, a harness that was a, something that comes out of, like, kink has become, like, a primary, um, like, part of, like, K-pop fashion. And it's, like things like chokers and how very like the only one I could think of is like how erotic stage costumes could look sometimes. I mean, like, you're not wrong. Uh, like uh, what you're mentioning is making me think of Vix's chained up. I was about to yes. bring them up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that uh, was edgy. That was edgy shit. They definitely like, like were like pushing the boundaries on there, and I'm like, yes. They, I believe they are the first ones to go that hard when it comes to chokers. Or collars. Those weren't chokers. Those were freaking collars. Um, I mean, they had the whole slave contract in there. It's true. <laughs> so It's true. They it's true. Like, if you bought the album. In... Unfortunately, I, I can't pull it out because I have it in, stored in my closet, but... I have mine without a reach either, and it makes me so sad. That was such a good album. Um, what other fashion do we like? I was thinking, since you mentioned chokers, there was this one, like, very big black choker that Sungwa wore for Answer. Let's you know the one I'm talking all... about? Mm, mm, I could go on and on <laughs> hey. about that man. Hey, um, hey, let's leave this for after hours. <laughs> no, I just okay. saying, okay, all I was saying about that choker is that it's really beautiful, and I wanted it. Um, if we're going to talk about fashion on those boys, um, the styling and illusion, Hong Jung in that damn coat. That was mm. a good, that was a good coat. <laughs> I want that coat so oh, bad. It just, it brought me back to, if we're talking about fashion, let's go back a few years. I think I covered it in one of the articles that I did. Remember the eclectic miss mix matched of different colors but it matches kind of style oh, like four minutes yeah. during music 21 in their debut years when they were wearing that very eclectic style you know like remember when that was an era in k-pop and we're like it it's weird but it works kind of situation 
Some outfits, though. Let's talk about eclectic, weird-ass outfits. JYP and his damn pants. <laughs> um, yeah, I just saw that Sai said that, and I just kind of... <laughs> those transparent pants. Wait, man. was that the same time that, like, the camera panned to Jackson, and he was just, like, <laughs> yes! dead? Yes! <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck are those pants? That was the greatest scene ever, I think, just going over to Jackson, and he's just like... <laughs> Uh, looking man. so disturbed like he was all of us in that moment like yeah. he, he like, just summed Dad, it up for everyone what? like like father please you're just embarrassing me <laughs> i feel like that's what they are like you're embarrassing me stop oh, oh man but i mean i i will say also i do appreciate the schoolgirl school boy look as well yes the cute school uniforms which honestly, those are actually very accurate to what Korean school uniforms look like. They're not like inaccurate at all. All right. I mean, we can go on and on about fashion, you know? Maybe we should do another second episode where we even just talk about concert. Because I mean, I briefly mentioned it earlier, but we could talk about concert wear and concert like attire when it comes, especially here in the West. But Roxy, don't we have some other things that we have to talk about too? Yes, don't we, have we do. To plug? But before before we move on to the last little topic that we want to talk about, um, we do want to mention that uh, we are we have a special charity that we're working with for this event uh, called NAMI. Uh, and did you know that July is Minority National Mental Health Month? Uh, it was formally recognized in 2008. Uh, and it focuses on bringing awareness to the unique struggles of underrepresented groups in the United States. So since we are participating in the podcast fest, uh, the Craze Cast has contributed to the event over, uh, the event's overall donation uh, to the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So if you would like to support the efforts of the organization, visit donate.nami.org. And so uh, we only have about 10 minutes left or so. Um, so we would we were going to talk about one uh, underrated group. Um, Do you want me to plug them? Go ahead. All right. So this week we are talking about BZ Boys. Um, they're a real, real small group. Um, if you check their YouTube subscribers, they only have 8,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, they are a four-member group um, under Chrome Entertainment. They have Bon, Taeyong, Double D, and Soonkyun. Um, they debuted in July 2019 with the song Question. Um, their fandom name is real cute. It's called Balloonis. And so their leader, Bon, is um, a 93 line. Then they have um, Taeyong, who's a rapper. He's 94. Roxy, he's blonde. Um, Double D, who's the other rapper. He's 97 line. Roxy, he's also blonde. Do not call um, me out like this on camera, woman. <laughs> Roxy has a thing for the blonde rappers. It is a pattern. Leave me, me alone. Meanwhile, <laughs> it's just me with the rappers or the leaders. Um, and then Sunhyun, um, his nickname, what I find fascinating, that he's the Mockney. He was born in 98. He's actually a Sagittarius J. Um, his nickname is Pokemon Master. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Um, so they're a real small group. They've only had um, a debut and a comeback. 
Um, so what did you guys think of their songs? Um, I didn't get to listen to their other single, but I listened to Yes Sir and Dangerous. I believe that was, was that their debut? Yes. Yes, I, I got to listen to their debut song. And I mean, I haven't fully checked them out, like, as a whole group. But I mean, these, they sound very young. There's a refreshing style to them that it's just like, okay, I see, like, it doesn't pique my interest like fully just yet, but I think it's also because they don't have a lot of stuff out just yet that makes me okay. Like I'm keeping my eye on you. I really do want to see what they have in store. And um, I don't want to take up too much time, but for those who are here listening, um, whether you're here in the um, room with us or listening on the podcast, I've always said it before, these groups, are meant like just because sometimes you don't listen to everything doesn't mean you shouldn't either these are we are trying to bring these groups out into the spotlight for you so you have a new group to listen to and be on the lookout for them so definitely like it's very promising from my opinion they they have a lot ahead of them i just really hope that they can make it through with the saturation of a lot of groups that are out there right now Absolutely. Um, if you want a group that's very interactive with you, um, they are very interactive on their social media, um, on Twitter and Instagram at BZ underscore boys. Um, their YouTube is BZ boys. Um, they actually, three days ago, Taeyung dropped a um, cover of Kangaroo by Wanna One, um, which is delightful, delightful cover. Um, Roxy, what did you think of them? Um you know, <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it's as shining as Jay, um, but I didn't think they were bad. Um, it just didn't really, they didn't really catch my eye yet. Um, although they do, you know, watching the music video, they do seem to have some pretty good synchronization uh, with their dance moves and stuff, which is very promising. Um, but the song-wise, um, I don't know, I was just not super into it. Which is completely fine. Not everyone is everyone's cup of tea. Um, I wasn't a fan of Question, but I really liked Yes Sir. Um, just something about it just snatched my ear up. Um, so definitely think I'm going to like pay a little bit more closer attention to them because I want to see what they come up with next. Um, but yeah. So if you want to plug, Roxy, you can. Now the time. <laughs> Jay's got the magazine up there. Yeah. Ooh. I want one too. You have another issue? Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we do still have uh, our print magazines available um, on our site. Uh, there is a stock sale going on as well. Um, if you enter the code stock, S-T-O-C-K, um, into the website when you check out, uh, you will get free shipping, which is always nice. So, we do still have that. Uh, the full, like, everything that's available is on our site, crazemagazine.com slash store. You can find everything there. Uh, yeah. Um, one other thing, uh, you listeners, you're familiar um, with, our, with our resident rookie group, Mott. Um, we're really excited about their recently announced comeback. Um, and if we wanted to let you guys know, they'll be joining us next month. So keep a listen. Um, keep listening to our podcast to figure out what day that will be um and yeah so uh i guess do you want me to wrap things up because i can <laughs> go ahead 
So basically, everyone, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's here, who joined us for K-pop um, podca- uh, the KPSN Podcast Fest, everybody who is in here. Uh, we appreciate you for your, everybody who's listening. Again, thank you so much for listening um, to this episode. It's a pleasure. Thank you to the um, K-pop Social Night for inviting us also in this episode. And yeah, uh, we have tons of episodes already out. Go follow us on we. Where are we? We're on Spotify. We're on all of this. All of, the all of them, right? Yeah, we're we're basically in all of them. And definitely keep listening to us. We appreciate your feedback. And again, thank you, everybody. Stay, stay safe out there. It's crazy <laughs> times. Stay safe out there. Yeah, yeah. I think right. I think Jay summed it all up. Stay safe. Um, give the. Give the rookie boy groups and rookie girl groups a chance because you'll never know um, who your next bias will be because they will sneak up and get you. Um, be open to fashion and be willing to explore. Um, and remember to wash your hands, guys. It's important. And wear a mask. Wear both a mask. You, both of you say that every single episode. <laughs> because we need to. People don't listen. Do and- they? And uh, if you're going to be about the Korean fashion, you got to get used to wearing a mask anyway, because that's like part of everyday life here. <laughs> yeah, just at least be glad that none of uh, the babies this week are literal babies and that they're people our age. Yeah. I know, that's like, pretty nice. Sometimes it's like they're literal children. We're like, you're cute, but you should be in school. I, I know. Like, I really think that about like the kids at our maknes now. I'm like, why are you not going to study? child shouldn't you be outside playing you're too young to have a career right now (laughs) exactly oh we could go on about that in another episode (laughs) anyways thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the craze cast and we'll see you in the next episode bye Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.